Well hi and welcome to another edition of Women in Real Estate Success Series. Today I'm really going to introduce you to this most amazing woman um, who's part of a dynamic duo and you, you've, if you've been around and you're in Melbourne you might have heard about the Evie Group. These guys are very familiar faces around the Frankston and Mornington Peninsula area and they're proud members of the EV group, which of course is an awesome um, group. They are a dynamic duo, a force to be reckoned with. And uh, they were awarded number one sales agent in their, um, their, in their network within the first 12 months and have a very unique approach to marketing and selling. I'm gonna put marketing in there as well because I hope that you've got some other little guests for us to see today, potentially, <laughs> uh, without giving too much away. Um, and of course, you go across a whole breadth of experience um, in real estate prior to um, to you, you and Jack's um, joining voice, uh, forces as well. Mm -hmm. And you know, one one really key thing that you think is really important is communication, and that's just absolutely very evident in the success and the results that um, that you've achieved together. You've got three decades of um, combined experience in real estate, so you guys know a lot of stuff right and have um have been through a lot so welcome thank you um, Kristen um Carlisle McKenzie and so unfortunately Jax is um in bed with the flu down at the moment so it's just it's just me I'm doing appraisals on my own I'm doing interviews on my own it's it's I feel like I've lost an arm yeah yeah well you guys are always together right you're just um you're just amazing and um it's just been an absolute privilege for me over the last few years to get to know you. Thanks, Julia. Um, yeah, to get to know you both. And um, we have a love in common of Dash Hounds. Yes, yes. Uh, I would bring them in, but that, but yesterday I was on a phone call and they absolutely went berserk. So they, maybe, maybe they, love, they love barking. So we've got two little Dashies. Yes. And then a little white fluffy one a as white, well. A little white queenie. Yeah, the fluffy. Yeah. So they're our, they're our babies. Um, and I'm sure they're keeping mum warm in bed at the moment. And, and I'm sure, her. giving her lots of hugs. <laughs> and, of course, if, you, if you're around the the, the, um, the Frankston area, you had, you had um, the, what was the first one? Um, Frankie May. Frankie May. So yeah. she features on a lot of your advertising. She was on the back of a bus. Yeah, she's still and, in, um, she's, she's still, still getting around. Yeah, she's yeah. still on all of our drops, all of our pretty much all of our marketing feature um, feature our bubs in some way. Um, yeah, and uh, yeah, that's that's I guess part of um, us trying to do things a little bit differently and and really be um, genuinely ourselves mm -hmm. um, and and not not try and fall into the trap of you know you got to do it like everybody else did it. Um, yeah, times have changed. Yeah, I sure. think that's really important. You know, I think that that you know ha having that and and just the, the the I guess the love that you've got for your puppies and, mm. and going through. And I know that you were so supportive of me last year when I lost Ruby, and knowing that you know they're such a big part of our family, and that you can actually bring them into your whole, I guess, into your little world as well. Absolutely. Um, and as Jax and I say to people in a, in appraisals, what this is our life, you know. We we the only reason we make can make this work, um, and work so much and so so many hours is by making it by really um, putting the two together. So, you know, if we can take our puppies to a photo shoot and you know they can feature sometimes, or 
you know, if we get we get joy out of seeing them and on all on, on all of our marketing, it kind of just blends both worlds. Yeah. Um, and because Jax and I work to do together, we're able to to do that, obviously. Yeah. And so let's let's talk about that because you were working at another real estate company for many years before. Yep. And I know that was a big decision for you in terms of your transition um, yes. coming in within the EVU group as well. And Jax also, I met Jax when she was first with the EVU group um, mm. as well. And um, so you're both working individually, but last, well, how long ago? Since uh, like last year? It was last year, last March. Last Just when March. COVID, when COVID, yeah. yeah, we started our business. We made some really big, big decisions. Yes. Um, in terms of really, back, I guess, backing yourselves. Yeah. And, and you work beautifully together. Tell us about that journey. Yeah. So I, look, I knew right from, just speaking of for myself, I knew right from year nine or 10 that I was going to be in real estate. I I, I sort of just made that statement and I'm one to make a statement and follow through. Um, so I did work experience in real estate. I did, um, I actually did a few lots of work experience and I ended up getting my first job as a receptionist in Carlton for the same company that I did work experience with. Um so I just worked my way, I started in admin, worked my way through um, to property management. Um, and I, I just, I just knew, I don't know how, I, I kind of have this ability sometimes to just know. Um, and I honestly thought that I'd be in property management forever. And I, and I was um, more so in a leadership role for the last sort of five, six years. Um, but, you know, I've got a real passion for real estate um, and I never, ever, ever wanted to get into sales. Um, I pretty much thought that I had to sell my soul and wear a pencil skirt seven days a week and work around in stilettos to, to, um, to do that. Uh, and it's, I guess one of my biggest regrets is, oh, not regrets, because everything that hasn't worked out or, or didn't go the way it, I'd planned has led us here, which, you know, mm -hmm. we couldn't That's be exactly happy. right. So there's no, there's no regrets at all. I guess just something I, I, I perhaps could have known earlier was that I, you don't have to, you don't have to be the generic pencil skirt wearing, um, yeah. you know, uh, sell your soul type of person. You can actually do it with integrity and, and um, uh, yeah, just honour yourself, um, which in turn honours people you're representing as well. Um, Jaxie got into real estate when she first moved to Australia. So we're talking maybe 12 years ago. So mm -hmm. I've been in it for 20 years. She's been, been in it for about 12. Um, and yeah, she went more into the sales administration, marketing, and then got into buyer's agent, um, mm -hmm. sales PA roles. So she was always sales. I was always property management. And I think what I, think what I thought when I was in this company for a long time and I, and I loved working there, I loved my job. I'll still, you know, I'm catching up with people from there this week. Um, but I, I, I moved far away. It was in, it was in Richmond and I, I moved down to Mornington. So it was a really big challenge for me to leave what was a, a job that I absolutely loved and people I loved working with to, to make the call yeah. to heart wrenching. Yeah. I can't keep doing this forever. Um, it was an hour and a bit, sometimes two hours each way. So, Gosh. Um, but I, I really, I did have a bit of a carrot dangled. Um, and I think this happens quite a lot in the industry where um, if someone's got skills, they get dangled a carrot, oh, you'll be the next, you know, the, you'll be the next to, uh, to be the director or you'll be the next person offered to buy shares. And, and it's as a young um, 
I guess, person that loves to strive for more, um, that really excited me. So I think I probably stuck around longer than I should have um, with the idea that I was going to be um, getting what had been offered to me, if that makes any sense. But it kind of, the characters kept, you know, getting dangled. So I think my biggest yeah. mistake is was possibly just not opening my mind up to other options or alternatives because I was blinded by the carrot, if yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, um, ab absolutely. And I think another interesting thing that you said, like right in the beginning, is that you always knew you were going to go into property management. I think the sad thing in our industry is that this is not presented to people as a career option from when they when they leave school. Mm, yeah. And and also the other the other thing is with property management, there's no real clear career path, and the turnover in property management is just awful mm. because I think there is um, a, a lack of. Um, and that always comes down to leadership, of course. But yeah. there's lack yeah. lack of clarity in terms of where, what could your career look like? Yeah. Um, rather than it just being a band aid thing, and you know, somebody gets a job, they get burnt out. Mm -hmm. um, rather than us bringing really good, dedicated people into the well, there are some very good, dedicated people. But you know, the the turnover in real estate is second only to hospitality, and it's just awful. Crazy. And, and that's when I, so I was, when I was, I was in my job, I was in, in the business there for, I think, 11 or 12 years. I think five of them were, were as a property manager. And I had a, I had a director there who's, who's still one of my greatest um, mentors. Uh, I don't speak to him much anymore, but I find myself doing everything that he did. Um, so I've basically mirrored his leadership um, in, in a sense. So I was there as a property manager um, and the department grew. We had two and a half thousand rental properties under our under our management. Wow. So it was huge. So um, when I went into a leadership role, I had I made it um, it was my mission, I guess, to create a a um, a business within the business that that people had room to grow. You know, they had leadership, they had uh, opportunities for promotions. Um, it was all about empowering the property managers to yeah. grow within the business um, because that is what's lacking. It is, it does, unfortunately, in most cases, and not all I know, but most cases, it is the, um, it is the dud, it is the dud sister that people forget about. Um, and that's, I am still really passionate about that. Um, but, but yeah, gosh, I'm having so much fun in sales. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, it's a, it's, such a good fit with you and Jax. You guys are just amazing together on many different levels. Talk to us about the team. So you've built a team. So it started just with you and Jax and you were just really just the dynamic duo. Um, so tell us about now because you've got a thriving office. You've got another um, complimentary business as well where you help clients. So, yeah. yeah, tell us a little bit about that and what your thinking was behind it. Yeah, sure. Look, I think what I think from the carrot dangle situation, um, and then moving moving on from there, um, a couple of situations sort of came up that weren't the right fit. Um, and I think all along, I was trying to keep a, a foot in both doors. For me, this is this is me talking, obviously, Jax isn't here to talk, you know, about herself as much. Um, trying to keep hold on to a high paying leadership role but also wanting to escape the 
confines of that to go, to go out and be brave um, and do something, you know, do something wild. You know, Jax and I both going commission only really with, with not a hell of a lot of sales experience was a pretty bold move. Throw into the mix, um, you know, <laughs> I finished up at my job and on the Friday and then on the Tuesday we all went into lockdown and uh, basically never saw North, never saw the, never even got to really inspect the patch that we were we were allocated or anything. We couldn't door knock, we couldn't let a box drop, we couldn't do all the things that you would normally do when you start in sales in yeah. a new area. So we, we yeah. also moved areas as well. So neither of us, we're in our patches in Frankston South. Um, neither of us had ever barely even been to Frankston South, let alone um, yeah. working there. So. It came down to a few days of crying and, you know, laying on the floor and think, uh, in, also in lockdown thinking the whole world was ending and what were we, what on earth's going on to both having no wage. Basically, it was do or die for us. It would have been anyway, but COVID just added another element of what the hell. Um, so, you know, I went from being a general manager to being standing at the front of Centrelink to try and, you know, um, give us some peace of mind that we might have a little bit of cash coming in whilst we went through this process. But never once we really waver from what we wanted to do. Um, so it was a matter of, yeah, backing ourselves, investing in ourselves at a time that was probably people would have said we were crazy, but we sold our house in order to make sure we had money in the bank. Not necessarily because we needed to use that money to, to invest into our business, we did have money for that. But I think it was it was an, a need for comfort so that we could just forge ahead. Yeah. Um, and and um, in, in doing that, it, it's changed our lives as well. We've moved and we're so happy where we are and it all kind of just flowed. But um, it's, a, it's a huge investment you have to make. If you're gonna go hard, strong, um, you have to invest in yourself in terms of marketing. Yes, we've put ourselves on the back of a, a bus um, that's been running for almost two years. Um, some people wouldn't spend the money, but, and look, I don't know if it's got us leads or, or whatever, but I just went to Baker's Delight this morning and bumped into a lady I haven't seen for ages. And she said, you are everywhere. Every time I drive around, I see you on that bus. And it's just one bus. It's not, people yeah. think we're on 20 buses, but it's that reticular activating system. People that's it. That's it. Exactly. Exactly. So we're, we're, we, we do a lot of social media, um, and look, having us do it together, Jaxie's a very um, humorous people person. We bounce off each other really well. Um, so the ability to kind of be a bit silly and, and put yourself out there is easier for us uh, rather than, you know, someone on their own. Um, but, yeah, we've really just gone to town with social media um, uh, and just putting ourselves out there. And, and But having the skills to know what you're doing as well helps so everything and and, and deliver the goods right yeah that's it so, and we, yeah. we get some and again not even just believing in ourselves to get our business off and running but believing in our listings when we got them we just have a huge belief that we're going to get an amazing price and somehow we do it um so we managed to break a few records in frankston uh, and i think probably a little bit of ignorance was bliss yeah by going in a bit too high and then fluking a couple and then you know so it's just a real belief in the product, the product being mm. in an mm. appraisal and then the product being the home when we're selling it. Yeah, 
Yeah, just amazing. And I and I take away so much for what you just talked about, like in terms of really backing yourself. Yeah. And it is when you don't have that escape clause, right? And it's like, this is what I want to do. I'm so totally committed to it and mm -hmm. I'm going to do whatever it takes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because some people want to do something and as soon as it gets hard, right, they divert to another direction. Yeah. And That's it's like, it's choose your hard, right? It's someone, choose. Someone said, it's, what's the alternative? What's what's the alternative? What's plan B, right? There is none. There was none that was a, at all appealing. So it just had to work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you guys have just done so well and, you know, you've got a, a great team. So talk to us about your team. Yeah, absolutely. So Jaxie and I started on the kitchen table in our old house in Mornington. Um, again, we were in complete lockdown. So we, we, we started off by doing some bio letters and posting them out and, um there was really not a lot we could do jacks had a tiny tiny um small amount of people that she dealt with in her time but again we, we're not about going and stealing people off other people's databases to get started or anything like that we really started from scratch with zero and organically just grew our, our most our, our lead sources are mainly referrals um and um uh, and buyer conversions because jacks is really great with the with the buyers so what we've had to do is to scale our business up, we had to put on staff, I guess a little bit prematurely in some ways to still be able to provide exceptional service, um, but manage more volume. So we've we've put on Nikki who helps us with our buyers. Um, Nikki's completely green in the industry, never done a day in real estate, but the first, the moment I heard her speak, we just said, you're you're made for this, you know? So she whipped out and did her agent's reps. Um, she's a little pocket rocket and she's doing amazingly. Um, picked it up really, really well. So it's about picking the right people, not necessarily mm -hmm. based on experience, but based on a, a knowing. And, and I guess having been in leadership roles, I have done a lot of recruiting and things like that as well. So I kind of go with my gut, gut yeah. a fair bit. Yeah. Um, we've got uh, Brianna, who was actually our first Brianna started with us first. She used to work with me in Richmond where I used to work. She was one of my property managers back, back in the day. Um, and she started with us two days a week as our first little helper. Um, and she's a bit of an all-rounder. Um, you know, Nicola has come in. She started off as our PA, but has morphed into more of a, a manager now. She manages the team. Um, you know, quite often I'll just say, I don't want to, you know, just she's only 22 but I just, yeah. I just trust her I just trust that she'll do right yeah yeah I think I trust her more than she trusts her but yeah she's a custodian in your team right when we did the uh, profiles yeah. and she's the one that's gonna like she's a glue that holds everything together yeah. yeah so yeah. it's just it's five of us girls um uh Brianna's only two days a week um so it seems probably seems like a lot but we all just have our little roles and our strengths and we just play to them um it's it's about creating an ecosystem whereby everyone's loving what they're doing not doing what they are told to do yeah if that makes any sense yeah. and obviously then therefore being in flow yeah exactly yeah. and so tell us about you decided to expand the 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 i guess the services to your clients and took a very bold move there as well so tell us about that we're, we're risk takers have you have you noticed you are. absolutely <laughs> um you guys are awesome no, we, so uh, the beginning of this year, so pretty much 12 months ago, we decided to go into business with my sister um, and we're basically providing a service 
uh, where we get the where it's a preparation for sale service. Now, um, we're all about again believing in that product. So selling something to someone, people are going to buy a home because of the way it feels, not because of you know, not necessarily because of the way it looks, but they want to walk in, feel a home and be compelled to, to buy it. And then obviously, obviously, that's where we it helps us negotiate as well. So we present the properties. Um, uh, sometimes we stage, sometimes it's just enhancing what's already there, but making sure that they're, they're photographed beautifully, um, presented well, and that the client gets an exceptional service um, and is looked after by by that by that kind of service throughout the process as well not just us as agents so um the, that business is kind of morphing into other things we've been asked to style buildings you know so it's a matter of wow um, it, it's kind of going different avenues but it's basically styling any space and making it add soul uh, and add feeling to, to a space as opposed to something feeling cold and not interesting that and you sense? also got um a, a vehicle as well didn't you Yes. Yeah. No. We've got the full. We've got the full kit. We've got a van. We've got a, a whole heap of stuff that we've that we've now got for that business. So it's it's really pumping now. And and I think coming into twenty twenty two, that one should really take off, as well. So I don't. We don't. Where Jax and I aren't part of the day to day running of that. Um. Lisa, we've got Lisa and Chloe who works in that business. They're both yeah. exceptional at what they do. Um. Fantastic. If you look at most of our listings, you'll you'll notice that they're presented. In a, in a in a certain way so yeah absolutely absolutely so tell me like someone might be sitting here watching what or, or, or listening to to our call today and they're really sitting on the fence you've made some really big brave moves moves mm. what would your advice to them be um you you've got to go all in so you've got to it's this isn't the type of industry you can semi do or semi-care about, or it's something you'll find that the people that are successful, they do live and breathe it. Um, uh, yeah, so if, if you're starting, you've got to be prepared to go all in. You've got to be prepared to work hard. You've got to be prepared to invest money. It's a business, you know, it's not a job. It's a, whether you're a pay, whether you're on a salary or whether you're a commission only, that's irrelevant. It's a, and I used to say this to all of our property managers when we had them, your portfolio is your business and you've got to treat it like that. If you think you're a salaried employee, it just won't drive you enough. You've got to be constantly trying to exceed and double and double and double. Even if, even if it doesn't happen, you've got to be, you've got to be trying to do that. Mm -hmm. um, otherwise it's too much work and there's too many emotions involved. If you're not going to be, if you're not going to be successful, do you know what I mean? You'd, you'd yeah. be better working at Baker's Delight exactly it's about it's about your level of commitment that yeah. you have and i guess probably in reflection if we look back at the, at the whole covid the gifts out of everything that happens to you in life or or mm. that you go through what what have been the biggest um positives that have come out for you and and jacks during covid um i think Selling our house was a big deal. It was a bit like me leaving Richmond. Uh, it was a massive decision, took months to make. But I think just knowing that we went all in was a huge positive for us. I think that it COVID forced us to do things differently. Had we have been able to door knock and do it the way everybody else had done it, maybe we would have we would have done that, and it would have it would have 
it would maybe it would have been fine maybe it wouldn't have been but it forced us to be a bit bolder with our marketing it forced us to step outside the box we were stuck at home and had nothing else to do so we just hit social media um you've got to look at every situation and go okay is this happening to me or is this happening for me so that i can now step up and and go beyond what's in front of me um but it's just it, yeah. it's, a, it's an innate belief um, absolutely absolutely yeah and I if you look at the location where you are now like my gosh you're right like near the beach and uh, our life the, has the, just the views changed. that you have just magnificent yeah our lives have changed completely we are we've got look we work all the time don't get me wrong but we have freedom we have flexibility we're out we are 100 ourselves we're surrounded by a team that we just love and, and we know have our back a hundred a hundred percent. It's just a, it's just a good place. We're in a really good place. Yeah, that's awesome. Now you talk you, that you do work. You work a lot. What do you do in terms of chilling out and relaxing and being able to turn off? Um, I ride my Vespa, so I've got a I've got a Vespa um, that I absolutely love. That if I'm ever feeling anxious. Uh, I go for a ride and um, because you've got to concentrate so hard when you're on a motorbike, um, it's a lot, you concentrate a lot more than if you're in a car because you've got to kind of expect what other people are doing. You forget whatever it is you're thinking about and it really calms the nervous system. Um, Jax and I also have electric scooters that we've just bought, although three days after we bought it, Jax fell off hers and we think she might have broken her thumb. So, <laughs> <laughs> so whoops. Um, but yeah, we just hang out with our dogs. We live, as you said, we live near the beach. We've got a pool. We love swimming. We just, we just laugh. But we, but in saying that, we do the same when we're working. What you yeah. see with us in an appraisal at an open, or in the office, is who we are and how we are in our personal life. And yeah, that's why it just doesn't feel like work. And how was the transition in terms of um, working together and living together? <laughs> Um, it has its moment. It's better now that we have a team, actually, um, because it's less just, you know, us. Um, yeah, we've got a bit of a buffer now, I suppose. So, um, yeah, it, we we have different strengths and we have different roles within the business. So, and it's pretty clear who does what. So we don't really cross paths that much, surprisingly enough. All we do together is sit in an appraisal. Um, standard and open which we love doing anyway it feels like we're you know out socializing mm-hmm. um, and negotiating sometimes that's really all we do together other than that we've both got our roles and we, we're off doing them so yeah yeah, yeah. but you've got to have clear lines if there's blurred lines with working together and who's doing what it's it's a recipe a recipe for disaster yes and so we find that we find that with many um, couples working together um, is that is the conversation that that work comes to home and all of that sort of thing and it can it really can be very con- conflictive as well and so it, it um, does come home but you've got okay. boundaries around it yeah and we're okay with that because we yeah. know this isn't this isn't a nine to five job and then we come home we if we're talking about work we're actually working we're trying to close a deal or we've just listed something or yeah, you know, yeah. there's a reason for this the talk it's not negative that yeah makes- yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Mm. And I always finish off my interviews um, 
and you might have to to share double trouble here because we haven't got jacks so what would be the the one thing that most people wouldn't know about you that's a tough one because pretty much our entire lives are out on social media thanks to my wife um, she, she she gets you some beauties too. Yeah, I, I know, you. I know. If anyone wants to laugh, there's a fair few of me getting oh, right. There's lots of lovely videos there, right? And then I go, um, I say to her, yeah. please don't post that. She goes, no, 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 I won't. And then I just hear someone else laughing next to me. And they're anyway. So she's she's a dag. Um, look, I honestly think I, I think the not not something that people don't know. People who know us know this, but people who don't necessarily know us in person don't know it. But I think most people are curious about how we met and who we, you know, how we sort of started and things like that. And a lot of the time people ask us if we're sisters. Um, we're not sisters, we're, we're happily married. Um, although Jax does look like my sister, so that's awkward. <laughs> um, so yeah, Lisa, if anyone knows Lisa Carlisle, she's my sister, not Jax's. That, that's, that's something that most no. don't know. Um, but yeah, Jax and I met 14 years ago in South Africa at a wedding. Um, so it's coming up to our 10 year wedding anniversary in March. Um, and yeah, we've been together for 14 years. We, we met and pretty much connected and have been connected ever since. So prior to that, I hadn't, I'd never been with a, with a woman. Um, I just absolutely found my person and, and stuck with her. So oh, you're the most gorgeous couple. Like, I just love you guys. So, and I think it's really great because, you know, um, this world is made up of all different people and you, it's, it's not discriminatory about the, the success that you can have. And you two prove that you prove that you can work well together, that you've built a really good, great brand and that you offer that something really special to your, to your family, to your team. Um, and to your clients. Yeah. So it's been an absolute pleasure to Thanks. have you um, as our guest today. Thank you. And I will be looking forward to continue watching your journey. Congratulations on all your success. Congratulations on your courage. I think that is um, courageous decisions that we make define, I guess, the quality of people that we are and the vision that we have and the size of the game that we play. Yeah. So I think that you, you guys are just such a great um, inspiration to so many in our industry. And every time I see both of you, you're smiling and loving and laughing. And Jax, keep up those videos. And um, <laughs> one day I am gonna get down and have a cuddle of those puppies as well. Please. So. But everyone, just if you're not having fun, you've got to make a change. This life is all about having fun and enjoying what you're doing. Um, and there there are ways to do it. Um, just, just yeah, just smile and laugh and have fun and, and people will want to be around you and want to work with you. And be uniquely who you are and be authentic to who you are. 100%. 100%. Yeah. Thank you, Julie. Thank you for having me. I apologise I was on my lonesome, but at least I got a word in for once, hey? I know. Well, we'll have you guys back as well at some point and we'll have, um, we'll have Jack. It's been absolutely great catching up and I think you guys totally rock. Thanks, Jules. Thank you so okay. much. Okay. All right. Thank you. See ya. Bye. Bye.